Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever, your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode, we are talking about a question that Kat and I hear time and time again, which is, if I create content consistently and my face is filling up my feed, won't people get tired of seeing me and hearing me? And will they just get annoyed and stop following? Kat, you've heard it before, right? Oh my, I have lost count how many times I've heard it before. I'd be a very wealthy, clever girl if I got paid a dollar every time a client asked me this question. So here's what I always love to remind clients, because when you're working in your business and you're the entrepreneur and you're hustling and you are putting in those hours after your nine to five and working with your clients, all that, it's very easy to forget that While you are exposed to all of the content that you're creating and you see every piece of content that's going out and you are probably looking at all of your analytics all the time and you are responding to all of those DMs and those comments, it's easy to forget that everybody in your audience is not having that experience. Nobody is as obsessed with you as you may feel like you're obsessed with yourself when you're a personal brand creating content all the time. And it's so important to remember that because Someone might see one or two pieces of content you put out in a given week, but y'all, that's in like in between scrolling between other ads and other pieces of content. And how ADD are we this day and age? People need to see things multiple times. So my piece of advice is always remember your experience is not your audience's experience. Right, Candace? Absolutely. You have to remember that not everyone is seeing you as often as you think. And a really easy way to prove that to yourself is just checking your analytics. So let's say you have a thousand followers. You can see how many people saw your last post and it's likely just a fraction of those followers. Well, unless you're using video content, then maybe you're getting a few more views. Then it's a few more. Might be a few more, but typically it's a fraction of the audience size that you have. So go ahead and prove that to yourself right now and take a look at some of your analytics and notice that not every one of your audience members is seeing every single post. And you know what? Even if they were, I'd still want your face all over that feed. I really that do. That is because a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. I like to think about it like, imagine if you were online dating and the person never wanted to hop on a FaceTime with you. Wouldn't you be suspicious? That sounds sus, right, Kat? It is super sus. I would swipe left on that. I'm not here for that. By right. the way, I love no. just made a dating analogy <laughs> into my soul, Candace. Thank you so much for that. So keep going here. Yeah, people don't want to be catfished. In order to trust you, they have to see your face. It builds trust. It's the same reason we want to meet people in person. It's the same reason we want to hop on a video call with people because it helps us to build trust. That's the way our brains operate. And if you are unwilling to show your face, your audience can't build that connection. So true. And, you know, at the end of the day, 
if it feels like it's me, 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 and it feels like you're saying the same thing over and over and you're putting out these videos that are variations of your key messages and all of this, the statistics say that people need to hear or see something at least 10 to 14 times before it sticks in their head. And don't forget the Clever Girl credo when it comes to marketing. Clever girls don't apologize for speaking up when they have something of value to say. So as long as you're creating from the lens of providing value in many different ways over and over and over again to your audience in an effort to serve them and solve a problem, this should not be something you feel bad about at all. I think that's something that people struggle with though, Kat. People don't understand the difference between asking for business and then kind of being so valuable that they absolutely know they have to do business with you, right? If you're creating content that is consistently asking for business and asking for business and asking for business, you're getting to that salesy gross kind of, yeah, that's not cool. Nobody likes that. Swipe left. Exactly. Swipe left. (laughs) But if you're creating content with intention that is speaking directly to that person's pain point, then you're always going to have business. I literally had a call yesterday. I got on a discovery call and the girl said, I never met her before. And the woman said, Candace, what you said in your post, that's me. I'm the girl who says, I hate my voice. I'm the girl who says, I don't have time. I'm the girl who says all these things. And she read my post and was like, she's talking to me. Mm-hmm. And she signed up yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Because she felt like I got her. Yep. And that's the most important thing. I wasn't saying, you know, this is for everyone because it's not. But she knew it was for her because of the language that I used. And that's because I know my ideal audience. I know what they struggle with and I name it. Mm-hmm. And that's a really key thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is, is knowing who they're talking to. Mm-hmm. And then that's when those fears and those anxieties come up and you wonder if you're being intrusive by showing up on social media and you're like, oh, won't they get tired of seeing me? It's like, hell no. The right people who are struggling with the problems that you have the solutions for are going to be dying to engage with your content because they're going to feel seen and understood. And they're going to be like, you're a mind reader, Candice. You're a mind reader, Kat. How did you get inside my mind? Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the thing that I want everyone to be thinking about when they start to question themselves or start to say, like, am I being intrusive? That's such an interesting thing to think on your own social media, because I like to think about my social media like my house. If you're rude to me, gone. Bye. (laughs) This is my house. You know, if you're whatever, this is my house and I play by my rules. So here's the things that are acceptable in my house. And if you don't want to be invited to my house, then unfollow. All good. There's the door. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, bye. There are easy things you can do. Yeah. So I think that's another thing, like take ownership of your house, right? This is Mm -hmm. your place. You have the right to show up. It's yours. Mm. Permission granted to actually feel welcome in your own space. In your own home. Yeah. Your own corner online. Mm -hmm. I love that. But you know what? Now I'm going down this house analogy thing, which I never thought about before. But I mean, I think I've I've thought about it, but not this deeply. You know, if you want to feel comfortable in your house, there's some things that sometimes you have to do to make yourself feel comfortable in your home. 
mm-hmm. right? And sometimes that might be maybe it's putting on some makeup so you feel a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah. That's like decorating your house, right? Um, <laughs> there might be little things that you can do to make yourself feel more comfortable in your house or on social media. And it might be, you know, the smallest little thing, having a plan might be the thing that makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Having an accountability partner, setting up a space in your house where you know you feel good about recording. Mm -hmm. That might be it. And it could be the tiniest little corner and that's fine. Yeah. But those things can also encourage you or they can help you to want to show up with your face over and over again, because you've put some time and effort and energy into maintaining your house. Mm -hmm. And then there is very little way that anyone can ever make you feel uncomfortable in your own space. And that is power. Exactly. We all want that. We all want that. Yep. I love it. Great advice. Well, if you have a question for Candace and I, feel free to send us a DM at NotNiceClever on Instagram or head over to our website at www.NotNiceClever.com for a chance for a question to be answered. We are here for you all and we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but oh so clever. Besties that mean business. See you next week.